Hello, and welcome to our world. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, people. Ned, how was your Thanksgiving? It was all right. Uh, it was kind of made too much macaroni and cheese because people tell you to bring a dish, and they don't tell you somebody else is bringing mac and cheese and wasted damn $90 on buying damn cheese. But other than that, everything else is pretty well. How about yours? All right, man. What did you make, like five buckets of it? I made two. Lo- I made four trays, two small trays, and then two large pans that you could roast a turkey in. Oh, that's so, a lot of mac and cheese. Yeah, so like I said, ninety dollars in cheese, and then I get to their house that night, and I'm like, uh, why do you still have a pen and a half of the one I brought over? Because oh, man, people I... didn't even like the one that the uh, other person brought. <laughs> mac and cheese wasn't on my menu this year for Thanksgiving. I made lasagna, so. My wife was like, you're not having lasagna and mac and cheese, so get the <laughs> hell out of here. That You know, you, you get a little older, you've been married a long time, your wife helps control your diet, yeah. especially if she's ever been in a, in, a, in a doctor's office with you. So, you know, Thanksgiving was great. Food was lovely, man. My wife can really, really throw down. So, I mean, this, this girl is a great cook. You did, you know, do any of, did you do any of the cooking? Uh I had the lasagna. That was okay. it. I had made lasagna. So we just, you know, that's just like a little side to throw on the plate. But we had the typical. I mean, I don't eat the uh, one thing I don't understand about Thanksgiving, and I never will. Who the fuck? Why do people eat mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving when you can get mashed potatoes seven days a week? It's the most common shit there is. I've it never been to anyone's house that had mashed potatoes, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, mashed potatoes and gravy is a big thing for some people on Thanksgiving. I never had it because mashed potatoes is just too fucking simple to make. See, I can understand mac and cheese. That puts in work. There's, you know, like there's certain shit. I have a turkey only once a year. That's Thanksgiving because that takes too much time to make. Yeah, me too, and I didn't even eat the turkey this time around. Oh, man, I had turkey. I had my ham. I do eat swine. That's what I end up doing is the... Once I eat the ham, I don't want the turkey. No, no, they they both on my plate. They they they're like peanut butter and jelly. I want them both. <laughs> you know, I want some biscuits. You can have your you can have your cranberry. That's bullshit. I don't know what that garbage is. I tried that once when I was a kid. That's garbage, and I don't like stuffing, so yeah, I, I don't, don't like deal with either. that. But you can give me some uh, give me some collard greens. I mean, I keep my Thanksgiving. Is not white Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving is Southern Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, thanks. So I'm going to have a lot of those meals that would be considered on a Southern diet. I remember one I mean, year no. I, hosted, I hosted Thanksgiving. I asked my brother, who makes really good collard greens, if he could bring the collard greens. This year he wanted to try a whole different recipe. Collard greens taste like shit. I took like one bite, threw the whole thing in the garbage. Oh, no, man. You, there's a rule to life. Everybody already knows it. If it ain't broke. <laughs> Don't fix it, yep. <laughs> thank you. I, you should be able to finish that for me. Shit ain't broke, man. Don't fix it. I mean, I make my own spaghetti sauce. I make my own uh, Italians call it Sunday gravy. I make it from scratch. All right. I, I've been making this same uh, sauce now for about 10 years. I don't get fancy and get in the kitchen when it's time to make my sauce and decide that I'm going to throw uh, a monkey wrench in it. I make that same one that's tried and true 
that everybody has ever tasted and been like, oh, man, you make some damn good sauce, dude. I don't mess with it. Yeah, people shouldn't go in and add things. No, no, sometimes you you know what? You want to get fancy? Try that shit for um, when you're, you're home and it's a meal between you and your family or for uh, like a Sunday. Yeah, I remember and one see time how that works. someone asked me to make mac and cheese, and I was like, all right, I don't know what happened. But it it didn't it didn't taste it was too bland and I was like nope not not bringing this threw it out and made a whole new batch. I'm oh, not yeah, gonna yeah, give man. you something that I'm not gonna eat. Yeah, mac and cheese has got to be tasty. But you want to know something, man? I I I'm gonna go with potato salad over mac and cheese nine out of ten times because I don't get potato salad often. I will go with that every almost every time. All right, I don't eat potatoes. That's the one thing. I stay away from potato salad. But I will eat macaroni salad every now and then. That I will not eat. Uh, noodles and mayonnaise don't go to me. <laughs> it's just a, especially since people put celery in it, I don't want no fucking wet white noodles with mayonnaise, celery, and maybe uh, some red peppers. That's just disgusting shit. Well, like a seafood salad. Oh no no! Now I'll eat, I'll eat, uh, I'll eat some noodles, even with tuna, oh. and maybe you know like mixed up like that. That's fine. That way I can actually have mayonnaise and and and, and noodles. All right. So did you partake in Black Friday? Actually, this year I did not buy. Well, I did buy one thing. It was like an Amazon Fire Stick because it was so cheap. But I, did, I stay home. I spent so much money during the week on Christmas gifts for my daughter that I was like, I am not leaving this house on Black Friday to spend more money. Okay, so it's, it's that time. Uh, actually, d- today, this morning, I've, I've been looking at my tree, and I sit there and I talk to my wife. I seen your tree. I got jealous. Oh. <laughs> I said, you know what? I want a new fucking tree out of the blue. So I tell her this morning, babe, let's get a new tree. Come to find out, uh, I thought we had this tree five, six years. Mm-hmm. Come to find out we had this tree maybe ten years. Oh, wow. So I haven't thrown it out yet because I haven't put the new one up. I go out, we get the new tree, we get the new ornaments, and they're sold out of hooks. All the stores, nobody's got hooks. Oh, yeah. I had the same problem with Chaser Lights. I just had to order them on online. So now I gotta hunt around. I, I'm, I, I gotta do some running around the mall. So I gotta go to our big avenue. And what I'm gonna do is hit every big lots, Walmart, those type of stores, and see if I can find some ornament hooks. Yeah, they got. We had a well. This year we have bought a real tree. Um, last year we had an artificial tree, and I was like, you know what? I had this artificial tree for two years. I don't feel like really taking it down. So I just packed it in the bag and. A relative, she might hear it on the show. I'm not going to say her name. She asked if she could have the tree. I was like, fine. Gave her the tree with the bag. So this year, I'm looking for my decorations. I'm like, I had like 15 bags of lights. Where the hell are all my lights? I gave her my tree with all my lights in the bag. And come to find out, she threw the tree in the garbage. Oh, no. I, I was pissed when I found that out yesterday. I was like, this is the second thing I gave her that she threw in the garbage. She asked... For my crib, I had like a $600 crib I brought for my daughter. Daughter 
really, really used it. And her, her daughter was having a baby, so they was like, she's like, oh, you're moving. I was like, I'm moving. She could take my crib, arrange for the crib to get to her and everything. Her daughter said, oh, the crib ain't fit in her room, so she threw it away. Man, oh, my. I, I mean, like, legitimately, legitimately threw it away? Threw it away in the trash. I'm like, you, I paid $600 for the crib. It wasn't like the, that cheap wood. This was solid wood. And I'm like, you just do it. You could have asked me if I needed it back, so I could have maybe given it to someone else. Or well, I could have took it to uh, Salvation Army. This is, this is something, uh, a good lesson for people. Anybody who can hear me, don't legitimately throw out anything that's not legitimately garbage because your trash is somebody else's treasure, and that yep. is true. Ned, I go through sneakers. I mean, I go through sneakers like uh, like I'm an NBA player. <laughs> so at the end of every year, I have 20, 25 pair of sneakers. I have not thrown a pair of sneakers in the garbage because I have so many. They never even get worn down or dirty. Yeah. So I'll package up 10 of them at a time and give them to shelters. Yeah. Because it's it's garbage to me. But, you know, that dude that's going to put on them fucking Nikes or those Reeboks, he's going to be like, damn, man, these are like brand new sneakers. Yeah, you'll be happy for them. My, put it this way. I have white sneakers. The strings don't even get dirty. I don't wear them enough because I got so many. Yeah. I'm looking around this room right now. I think I got eight pair of sneakers just sitting here. And that <laughs> doesn't even count the ones I have in my closet. Yeah. Plus, I got four pairs sitting at my door, my front door, because I take <laughs> my shoes off when I come in the house. So I, I always have too much. So before, before I actually put anything in the garbage, unless I know shit's broken yeah. or damaged, there's always some way that you can recycle it to somebody who needs it, man. Yeah, definitely. Some mother, some mother with a young child who just can't afford it, she would have died. That would have been her Christmas. Exactly. And I was like, all right, you didn't take the crib, but you had your baby sleeping in a playpen for the whole first year. To me, that ain't make no sense at all. Playpens don't look comfortable. And, and not at all. They and I'm like, throw away my damn... Man, I was so pissed at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then your mom threw away my damn Christmas tree with all my lights in the bag. So that that that's not retrievable. It's gone. Yeah, she could at least kept the Christmas tree bag. The the storage bag was expensive. No, she was supposed to say, "Give net you." She's supposed to give you back a call and say, "You know what, baby? I'm not using this." You got somebody else who could take this? Because before I toss out this tree, I'm legitimately tossing this tree out yeah. that I got. Because I don't want no fucking neighbors feeling comfortable enough to knock on my door. You know, I can post. You know, anybody needs a... See, because my tree is fiber optic, the one I'm throwing out. So it's already lit. All you got to do is put it on this base. It spins around in a circle like a CD, and it lights up the tree. So you don't need to have lights or anything. But I am not being bothered with some stranger knocking on my door. Now, all of a sudden, I got a fucking friend... <laughs> because I gave you a Christmas tree, so uh, this is this this is going to be one of those times that tr I have something that's going to legitimately just go in the garbage. Yeah, even when hey, I now, told, like I, I tossed a TV out the other day, and I was well a couple months ago, and I put a sign on it: "This TV works." And when I came back, that TV was gone. Pretty sure one of oh, the yeah, neighbors I, took it. 
when I when I left New York, I had a twenty. It was a twenty-seven inch, and I put it in. And 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 the super said, make sure before you leave, you clear this place out. But this was a big fucking twenty-seven inch, and it actually had that, you know, that old body. Yeah. I was like, I'm not carrying, and I needed the TV to the morning that we were leaving. Because yep. I was like, I'm not staying in an apartment with nothing, no radio, no TV. <laughs> I mean, I've done that. When we first moved down here, we had to, uh, the first night waiting for our stuff to arrive, we had to live off a laptop. And you know what? Two people laying in the dark on the floor with a laptop sucks. <laughs> that shit sucks, man. I, I'm not doing that. Because oh, what happened was right before we left New York, Two weeks before we left New York, my AC unit broke. Oh. It was August. It was hot as hell. So I had to actually buy a, T, uh, uh, a AC, and my niece came over 6.30 in the morning to pick that fucking AC up because it was brand, brand, brand new. new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was brand new. Two, what, it was two weeks old. I think it was like a 10,000 BTU. That was pretty damn good. Yep. So... She had to ask at 7 o'clock in the morning to pick that up because we had like a, a 10 o'clock flight. So as soon as she picked it up, boom, it was like, let's go downstairs and leave. We out of yeah, here. That's awesome. Hey, let me ask you a question, man, because this kind of came up in the news. Just want to see what your, your, your thoughts are. Did man go to the moon or is it a hoax in your eye? I mean, I believe they went to the moon. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not with the conspiracy theories or all this stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree, too, because my thing is this. If we didn't go to the moon, I'm just trying to figure out what is the end game of wasting <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars on the space program. What mm. does it actually do for the general public if we never even left the planet? Yeah, and if we didn't go to the moon, so we just let Russia do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in other words, we don't think nobody's been to the moon. Oh. See, that's what the the, the, the theorists think. <clears throat> nobody's went to the moon. So we really, so Star Wars and all that shit that we have up there, these uh, protection things that's supposed to protect us from nuclear weapons and stuff, it's mm. all phony. Oh. But you know what? You got people live in a conspiracy world. Man, I'm going to thank you for something. Who's that? Sitting around bored the other day. So I said, you know, uh, I'm always looking for something new on TV. And it struck me through my brain. He brings up this Drop the Mic. Now, I went through oh. how much I hate Battle Rap. <laughs> I watched Drop the Mic, and I actually, Niecy Nash. Oh, am I saying it right? Yeah, Niecy Nash and Cedric. Niecy Nash and Cedric had me roll. Yeah, that was hilarious. Now, Anthony Edwards, Usher... Corbin and Halle Berry, I could have did without. But the Nancy Nash, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, these I, I like Harry Halle Berry. I didn't care about it too much. I'm wondering who is the ghostwriter for the show. Well, Method Man is on the on the pen. Of, I think he's the host, so maybe he writes it in the back. I don't know. Because you know what? I'm sure that they. Not only that, they must. You must get to read what's getting ready to be said to you because it can get nasty. Usher and, and Anthony 
but, but teetering on a little bit of nastiness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when he kept using the word burn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, come on, you can't you can't keep saying burn in front of Usher. We know what the fuck that means. Yeah. And I broke down this weekend. I actually seen Girls Trip. Okay. What Girls Trip was a trip. <laughs> it was. I have to give the ladies credit, and I'm going to give that Malcolm Lee credit or the writers credit. It was as raunchy as any man movie ever. Yeah, it was a hard R. It was. Listen, I don't usually do this. Well, I'm a liar. My wife's going to say, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> uh, I rewind the, gro- the grapefruit scene. So. <laughs> because I couldn't believe, I could not believe what I was watching. And I said, I said, Miss Haddish, you are a beast. First of all, I wondered, the first thing that went through my mind was, how many times did it take to film that scene where they wasn't all just rolling on the floor? Yeah, that was and hilarious. And the first thing I said to my wife was, do you know how painful that will be for a man? A fucking grapefruit got citrus fruit. <laughs> Just your tip will be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if some asshole, I think they put that in to prank people. Some assholes was at home like, I'm going to try the grapefruit on him tonight. And she just burnt the shit out of him. <laughs> I was, and I was oh, like, this dude. woman is insane. She's going at it like a beast. Yeah, she was. She uh, she was. Uh, she solidified herself in comedy in that movie. Well, you know what? They made the ladies made. I'll give them credit. They made a classic. Yeah. Now the sappy ending is the sappy ending that happens in all those comedies. Yeah, yeah I don't give a. I don't give a damn if it was uh, trading places. It's always a sappy end. Sappy ending. But hopefully they can do it a part two, if they can get along. Everybody gets paid, and I'm in there. I'm in there for part two. No, all right. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that movie. I, I know I enjoyed it because I saw it twice in the theater. Now, the pissing on on uh, on uh, on Lu- in Louisiana. Yeah, that, that that was insane. First of all, these women hadn't went to the bathroom in about six or seven years at least. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, it was it's just too much to get into to that movie. Yeah. Uh, but the movie, that was definitely a good waste of two hours. Have yeah, you it was a good, Leon? good entertaining. Yeah, without a doubt. You've seen Leon the Professional, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, man, so I watched that because this weekend I had no Saturday Night Live. No, most of the shows wasn't on. And Natalie Portman was running through my brain because she was talking about the sex sexual harassment yeah, and how she was saying it was so common that she just thought it was a part of the process. Oh, wow. So I'm watching Leon. It was like, you know, I might have seen Leon four or five times. It's a great movie. But it was the first time that I actually noticed how much that little girl kept coming on to him like if she wanted him to be her lover. How that escaped me the first five times, I guess because I wasn't looking for it. This no, time I, I looked for it, and it's very uncomfortable. Out. I know it was on TV the other day, but I, I turned from it. 
Yes, yeah, I check that out next time. Yeah, I had none to watch yesterday morning because UFC was actually on Saturday morning because it was from China. Uh, Listen, I don't know who to blame for this. Bixman got knocked out, and he got knocked out ugly. Yeah, he went to sleep. (laughs) But I don't know who to blame. I don't know if I blame Dana, Bixman, or the medical community. When you get choked out less than a month ago, which means oxygen has been cut from your brain. You shouldn't be fighting anybody 21 days later. Yeah, that's that's what I didn't understand. I was like, all right, look how long it took him to defend that title, and then you fight in a month and a half later? That payday must have been really hell of a good. Oh, but that but makes, he put his sense to me. No, no, no. You know what? The UFC should be ashamed of themselves. The doctors, the, uh, you know, you have to be okay. You know that when these guys fight, right, and these girls fight, some of them, say you get a cut. Doctors uh, tell you that for the next 40 days you can't compete at all, yeah. meaning that you can't even legally train. So how could Big Spin fight after being put to sleep by GSP? Yep. I'm thinking maybe because it was in China. I mean, they're still under the same rules. And you know what? I thought that this card was going to suck. But there were actually some real good fights on it. Right. This There was this guy, the leech, Ling, Ling, some shit, Ling Ling, the leech. <laughs> he, he, he reminded me of Amanda Nunes. Everything he throws is like, I want to break bricks out walls. Oh, wow. So... He Is he fought, Korean um, or Chinese or something? Chinese. Oh. He fought uh, Bruce Leroy. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and then it was, uh, and that was a good fight. He had Brooke, Bruce Leroy destroyed him at the end of the first round. I mean, destroyed him. This man wouldn't know if today was Thanksgiving or Easter. And he made it through and actually fought two more rounds competitively. Man, the, the heart of a fighter is you can't measure that, man. You, there's no measurement for that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because this dude was legitimately out of it. When when he got up to walk to his corner, he was the man on the moon. You know, you ever you 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 experienced it. Just remember those first four steps your daughter took. Yeah. He he took those same steps, <laughs> but as a grown man, <laughs> and and that's not a good look on a grown up. Yeah, no, that kind of reminds me with, uh, I forgot who Zab Judah was fighting. I think it was oh, no. Zoo, and his leg kicked out, and he was, like, walking on stilts. Listen, that was, uh, Zab Judah put on one of the best I'm fucked up performances of all time. <laughs> the only The only person who does it better than that, and we know he's doing it on purpose, is Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Zab Judah's impersonation of Ric Flair that day. <laughs> and you know what? I hated Zab Judah as a fighter because he's such a big mouth, and I, I wanted him. I want, and I liked, I liked uh, Costa Zoo, so I was happy as hell. Yeah. That yeah. one actually made that me was, really happy. That was one of the funniest knockouts I've seen in a while. Also, I went back and checked out this Velvet Teen Dream that you told me about. Ah, Okay. Hilarious, man. I can see it transitioning over to WWE. This guy is like a, a, a new version of Goldust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we talked about it. There was the Orlando Jordan 
Lando Jordan used to be with JBL. Yeah. And then he came out in TNA wrestling as being bisexual. And he went over the top with it. So now you got the Velveteen Dream, which is basically, it's almost like he's doing Orlando Jordan. <laughs> because think about it. The other guy that, that used to be with, uh, what's the big ball-headed black brother? Uh, uh, that's with Apollo Crews. Oh, oh, um, Titus. 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 Yeah. Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. Darren Young is gay, but he never played a gay character. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I come to think of wrestling, did you watch any wrestling last week? Yeah, yeah. I, I caught up uh, just because of it was Survivor Series week. Okay, so now for the first time, there's women factions, and I kind of dug it. Yeah, that, that's 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 cool. Uh, I mean, they kind of called up some of the ones I don't think was actually ready yet, but from what I'm hearing, there's talks of doing a woman's Royal Rumble, so. I'm with that. But I'm like, how do you fire a couple of women that can wrestle, and then you call up six women, well, five? Well, you know what? Uh, WWE can rectify the situation. Send Emma, text Emma, and tell her to come home. Yeah, she just I just saw a, a posting she's gonna be in Rahway, New Jersey at some small wrestling event. I guess that's the way to earn money now. Uh signing autographs yeah. and little matches. Well, you know what? Cody Rose laid down a foundation of what they call the Cody Rose uh I can make as much money outside the WWE as inside yeah. without the road. Yeah, they said, if, you don't have, if you don't have merchandising you're not making a lot of money unless you're like a big star, but a big star is going to have merchandising. True. Yeah, well, think about it. You, uh, Alicia Fox, for 10 years, no merchandising. No merchandising. She probably was just getting, let's say, 80000 a year. You could work a regular job without the travel. True. Yeah, and you don't have to be on eggshells that today is your ass is out of here. Yep. You That's know. what I don't understand because... They're listed as independent contractors. But how can you be an independent contractor? You're not allowed to go where you want to go, and you have to do every. You have to be committed to WWE. You can't say, all right, this week I'm going to go over the Ring of Honor. Well, you know you're not an independent contractor when you don't own your own name. Yeah. So that, that kills that nonsense right there. I think when you don't way own your own having, image. It's a way of WWE not having to pay medical insurance, which to me is like insane. That's like football not having medical insurance. Hmm. Yeah, that is insane. Now, I'm going to I gotta give credit to somebody that I never thought that I would give credit to. Ivana Trump. Ivana. That's the wife? The daughter. Well, oh. Ivanka. Oh, okay. And I guess a broken clock is right twice a day is true. <laughs> she was 100% right by saying Malia Obama deserves privacy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on. What's the, she's in college. You're not allowed to kiss a boy? People go over you, you, insane. Well, you know what? She dances. It becomes news. Yeah. She does this. She becomes... You know what? I can't even imagine what Hillary, I mean, uh, Chelsea, what Reagan's kids, any of the president's kids. Malia, eight years 
the prime of her youth, she was under a microscope. Yep. She's the first, one of the only two little black girls in the history of this world in the White House. And so that means you got to be A students. You always got to look happy. Should you even got to pretend like you like that dog and you might not even like that dog? <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's, you know what? I But I tip my hat to Chelsea and um, this Trump daughter because at least they were right on this one. You you know what? She's a private. She should be off limits. Let her live her life. Unless she does something stupid like any other celebrity, then, you know, shit happens. But if she's just out there holding hands, she's she not trying to be on a reality show. Yeah. You know? That's our president. And him and LeVar Ball last week, <laughs> I mean, it, it just, you know what? It, 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 it just baffles my mind that he's tweeting about Ball being a poor man's Don King. Yeah, meanwhile, Don King was supporting Trump during the rally. He even came up to one of the rallies for Trump. So that goes to show you <laughs> how he doesn't like certain, certain people. And, and then, you know what really killed me, man? Poor. Oh, man. Chris Cuomo? No, LeVar Burton. Oh, Court yes, pure yes. hell over LeVar Burton. I read those tweets. Uh, they called him everything but a child of God. This dude, I'll I'll tell you this, LeVar Burton has dedicated the last 20 years of his life to being, to children. Yeah. That fucking reading Rainbow and, you know, I mean, you know what? He seems to be one of the good ones. He didn't deserve these fucking Trump tots, man. Yeah, that goes to show you that they don't even do, how do you mess up Burton and Ball? One one is a dark-skinned short man. The other one is a gigantic, lighter-skinned, bald-headed man. Yeah, I'm telling you, these are all from, they're probably all from Alabama. Man, and you know what? Only in this, well, see, not just in this world, but then Friday, Trump turns down people's times, people of the year, man Supposedly. of the year, person of the year. So I did a little research on who some of the people of the year were. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It all hasn't always been decent people. No. Hitler But, but you did see that people came back. You, you see that people came back and said, he's lying. They never asked him any of that. Oh, see, you know what? Oh, damn. See, this, that, that's a part of the story that I did not know. So no. <laughs> oh, my God. This... This is crazy. Why would he put it up? Because he said he turned them down, and they're saying we didn't even make the offer. <laughs> this mother. And you know that, like, I'm going to use it again. The Trump Tards are now going to go ape shit on Time Magazine. Yeah. Because they, they, they don't, there's no thought pattern with these people. There's none whatsoever. Yeah, I have the exact quote. Uh, Time Magazine, the president is incorrect about how we chose, how we choose person of the year. Time does not communicate on our choice until publication is on December 6th. Because mm, mm, what, they, mm. what they say they normally do is they take, say, 50 people. And then you don't know that you're that person of the year 
until it's time for them to publish because they don't want it to get out. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. And plus, he was person of the year last year. You think I? Will, I don't think that they would have re, uh, repeated that. Yeah, well, they did it only one time. Joseph Stalin. I think he won in like 1939, and then he won in like 41. Definitely just, before just, my time. Just to let you know that they haven't always they picked good it. people. Yeah, I think they picked, was it Adolf Hitler won one time? 1938, Adolf Hitler. Okay. Which is probably, to tell you the truth, that shit is probably worth a gazillion dollars, that fucking Time magazine cover. Yeah. Was O.J. Simpson one on the Menendez, Menendez brothers? No, I don't think they. I don't think they scooped that low. <laughs> I mean, that is that is really digging in the ditches. I mean, you know, Adolf I don't, Hitler. Adolf. This was 1938, so it was a little before he started actually crazy fucking up Europe. Yeah. He just took over, I guess, as Chancellor of Germany. Uh-uh. Now, I I don't know if you've seen this or not, but this shit is amazing and scary at the same time. I just want to talk a little bit about artificial intelligence. Have you seen this robot? Uh, what is his name? Alpha or Apollo? No. Okay. Well, they came out with a video of him. Some some um, artificial intelligence uh, laboratory in Massachusetts. They come out with this one last year where a guy hits the robot with a stick. And the robot had a box. He was walking with a box. He stumbles and he falls. Mm-hmm. Well, a year later, this motherfucking robot is now jumping. You know how, like, you go to a gym and they had those people jump these boxes? Yeah. Well, now the robot is jumping, like, eight or nine boxes. And then when he gets to the last box, did a backflip. And I swore the robot threw his arms up in the air celebration at the end. And that's some scary shit, man. Oh, there's some iRobot shit going on. Yeah, you got to look them up. Just look. You can put it on Google or YouTube. Robot black backflip. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was we are living in a time right before uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie. Oh. <laughs> the Terminator. Because there's like a hundred videos of this thing, and you watch him progress. He's stronger. He's bigger. He's faster. Think about it. This shit has no emotion. It can't feel. Like, okay, this goes back to artificial intelligence. Would you buy a car that self-parks? Uh, I doubt if I'll use, I'll buy a car, but I doubt if I'll use that feature. I, you know what? I don't even know how this works. Maybe you could help me out here, Ned. I have a car. I buy Ford because it seems like Ford and Volvo are the ones that have it the most. Yeah. So I, I buy a Ford. I got the self-park. I'm in New York City. So I decided to use this feature. The thing, I, I like the way it says, okay, we found parking spot. So now the damn wheel is doing this thing. And it's, suppose the car hits the car behind me. What does that do for me insurance-wise? How am I protected insurance-wise? Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I, damn, would you have to be a lawyer to even be able to use the feature to know what you're liable of? Yeah, I guess it would be the same with the self-driving cars. If the well, self-driving see, that, car gets into an accident, why should I be blamed? 
Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But if there's a death involved, I mean, damn, suppose this thing backs up and decides all of a sudden it wants to do 90 going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a little old lady with her shopping cart coming through. And it's, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny here, but it smashes her. I mean, no, I, you know what? It sounds like a good thing. You know how often I would have to practice? I would just have to take that to like uh, a place where nobody's at and like fucking park. Yeah. I have to see it do it a hundred times before I can trust it once. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm just not with that, man. Yeah, I agree. I I tell people all the time when you when you start driving, you got to worry about insurance and all that accident forgiveness shit is bullshit. Listen, I have a buddy of mine, right? We had a uh, we had a nice debate the other day. He says, "Oh, I got a buddy of mine. I really care about him. He comes over every once in a while. I let him borrow my car." I said, "You know what? That's fine and dandy. That's a beautiful thing that you care enough about the dude to let him borrow your car. You don't have a ride." But I said, "Do you take into consideration that if he gets into an accident in your car, or if he runs a light in your car, and nobody knows that you're behind the wheel?" And they only got the license plate, they're gonna blame you. Yeah, that's your ticket. That might be your license. Save points. Oh yeah. Or if he if he does something that's really bad. And I'm like, you're not getting my car. You're not that's why I'm not letting you drive my car. Not this person in particular, but anybody. I really I really don't want to turn my keys over to... That's like me giving you the keys to my front door. What am I yeah. doing that for? I've only let people hold my car that have full-time jobs that could, that could pay for any damage that, that that they've done to the car. I remember my friend was like, oh, can my son hold the car to go up to Middletown? I was like, hell no. He worked at a damn <laughs> shoe store. If he get a scratch on the car, how the hell is going to fix, uh, pay to fix it? My son. Not the next person. Can the next person? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. We live in a wacky-ass world. So LeBron and the ball players said they ain't staying at Trump Soho no more. Yeah, Trump Soho is actually uh, – I was actually down there Saturday working a, a job. They're changing the name because uh, supposedly they've been losing customers. You know what? Good. He needs to feel some of this shit. I don't have a problem with him feeling some of this stuff, man. When you make this much of a ruckus, you you shouldn't go unscathed. Yep. And you see like that we, we, LeBron, you see uh, Rose left the Cavs? Now, you know what, man? Is this the second time? Did he do this to the Knicks like a he, year ago? He left the Knicks without telling them, and they came back like the next day. But with the Cavs, they talking about he's reevaluating his future. And I looked into it. I was like, if Rose walks away now, he's leaving eighty million of Adidas money on the table. Yeah, but you know what? Let's think about this, Net. He made a hundred on that deal. He's already pocketed a hundred. So Rose is should not be struggling for cash. And as far as I know, he only got one child. Yeah. But shit. It's not uh, like he's eighty million is a lot of money to leave on the table, man. 80, yes, 80 plus potentially. Actually, he makes more money off the Adidas than he does off his NBA. Yeah, because he's, he's 2.5 right now, I think. Yeah, but he's pocketed 100 because the deal was a 13-year deal for $185 million. Yeah. So if they only owe him 80, that meant he made 100. 
Yep. Plus his NBA contract. And there was a time where he was the league MVP, so you know he did little commercials. He should have, man, he should have pocketed at least $175 million in his lifetime. Yeah, he basically got two seasons from the Bulls free, uh, free pay. No. But, you know, as wacky as Derek's situation is, and they don't even know what to make of Derek, because Derek, Derek doesn't always seem all bad to me anyway. He just doesn't. Yeah, it's like his, it's like he doesn't have the the mentality. Yeah, he's like, fuck this shit. I think that's – every time I looked at Derrick Rose, that's the face he has. Yeah, because I've never seen him frown, and I've never seen him laugh. I think Barkley called him out on it a couple of years ago when he was like, Oh, I gotta walk, and I gotta be able to go to my son, son uh, events, and I want to be able to walk right. And Barkley was like, "Yeah, this that doesn't sound like a guy that has the mentality to want to play in the NBA." And everyone took Barkley to basically task for that. Yeah, but he plays basketball. He's not playing running back for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, people are not actually taking your knees out. Yeah. Now, wacky. And I don't even know what to say about this. And all this shit is his fault. Ray Allen has shitted on his legacy and reputation with this catfishing. Oh, Ray's gay. <laughs> now, I am 100% sure Ray is gay. I'm going with the guy on the other end that said Ray is gay. So I'm believing the guy. You ain't gay. Is- Come on, man. I can't believe you just catfish. You married, first of all. Listen, it, it's easy, the easiest way in the world not to get catfished is if you're married, don't be involved in any shenanigans with yeah. other chicks. It's, it's, damn, it's so simple. No, One, chick. Oh, yeah, it was a chick, but he, he says the guy was acting like a chick. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, because you got caught talking to a guy. Yes, and you want to know something? He supposedly, the guy is saying, I'm five times more worried about Ray than Ray worried about me. It's like Ray said he's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, this, is, this is another one of those situations that's going to get worse before it gets better. And now, here's the funny thing. Ray Allen is out there with his vegan lifestyle and vegan restaurants telling everybody how they should eat healthy, and he can't even not cheat on his woman. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't, I don't give a fuck. If you go, what what is they call it, going in the DMs? Yeah. If you if you having these private sexual conversations with a woman that's not your woman, you out of pocket if you got a lady. Yeah. Period. Point. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no left. That's it. You're going straight down the highway, and the highway is bad. This, this is the way I always tell people, man, and it's quite simple. Broke or rich, you're not ready to commit, then don't fucking commit. It's simple. Life is real. It gives you simple choices sometimes. It's not complicated. Yeah, when they say grab life by the balls, Reality was really doing it. Yeah, but you know what, man? If balls is for him, then so (laughs) be it. But that's not the party I – and you know what? I had the displeasure of being stalked when I was younger. It's a fucked up feeling. It is hard. Yes. It's hard. When a, I mean, this young lady wouldn't let me breathe, man, for about a <laughs> year and a half. 
I mean, and, and I'm a guy, and the only thing that I could do was threaten violence, and she didn't care. <laughs> she just told me shit like, you touch me, you're going to jail. I mean, she was popping up places that she shouldn't have been, like my job. Oh, man. I go to a club, and she'll be there, hey, baby. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I only, <laughs> only banged you like two or three times, and I'm not even that good. She had a GPS tracker on you. <laughs> she... Listen, she was in front of my door, calling me. I had to change my phone number like three times. Oh, that's a fake And I kept saying, how the fuck do you, how, how do you keep getting my number? But what was bothering me was she would show up to my job. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Just, or be in my life. I had to actually have security where if she was to enter the lobby that they would escort her out. And, you know, <laughs> guys, guys are cruel. They're like, look, you, you're like a little bitch with a girl. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? She wants me. She wants a fatal trick. She wants me to kill her. Yeah. You so that they she, her out for you? <laughs> yeah, she, I kill her. She's still in my life. I, you know, I got to carry her every day of my life. Yep. You know, so it's not fun. But you know what? I'm going to damn sure tell you this. I ain't never been in no shenanigans with a dude with the same, uh, with no human with the same physical parts that I got. It's just not... There's no... Pers- I double, triple, gazillion dare anybody to say that I've ever come on to or showed any interest with anybody who can grow the same mustache and beard I can. That's that fuck what, out of here. It's not my thing. That's why th- I can't buy Rayala's story because I'm like, come on, dude. You got catfish? And it's the same guy supposed to be multiple women? Come on, man. And the guy knows a lot of your information? Like, because man, I mean, I don't believe and it. now now they get to the point where they they having sex talk. Fucking yeah. Ray Allen's like almost forty years old. Yeah, and you why still are you having, having sex, talk? sex talk? <laughs> that's just corny. Not even on the over the phone. Y'all typing it up. Yeah, I mean, how do, how do you wank off and type? What the fuck is that? I mean, what are you? Hold on, I need about thirty seconds. I can't hit the keys properly. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, sorry, Ray. Ray Ray is tarnished. He's like, I guarantee you. Matter of fact, I would love to hear Rondo right now because Rondo hates Ray Allen. Oh yep. He hey, I would love to hear uh, Rondo's Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> hey, I always told you people, y'all wouldn't listen. Did you watch? Did you watch any football yesterday? Yesterday, uh, the Saints in New England. Those are the two games well, that, I watched. I watched most of the games on Thursday, though. Well, yeah, I did, and it was it was a day of shit football. One horrible game after another. My Cowboys got destroyed. Giants and Redskins was garbage. Lions and Vikings, that was all right for a little while. Yeah. But yesterday, the news of yesterday was Tlaib and Crabtree fighting uh, the Broncos and the uh, Raiders. Raiders, yep. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, nobody on the news won't touch on this because I guess they scared, but Tlaib's a black man. Mm-hmm. Snatching chains is a bad look for black men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and especially with your multimillionaire. Snatching chains, leave that shit alone. If you want to just give him an elbow, 
I, I'm, I'm with that. It's football. The sneaky things you could do. And, 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 and Michael Crabtree needs to get his ass to an MMA boxing gym <laughs> ASAP. I mean, like yesterday, he throws the world's worst punch. Any woman that's with him should not be scared to be abused. He couldn't even hit you. <laughs> he threw a punch that was legitimately, I'm going to post a picture with this, had to be three feet away. How do you throw a punch in front of another person and miss by three feet? Unless you're Stevie Wonder. <laughs> but to leave with this snatching chains and being proud of snatching chains, I mean, that's some ghetto crackhead shit. 1982 A-Train. Yeah. Man, leave that alone. you trying to go to the Hall of Fame. You don't need this in your life. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. It's like Oakland's always in the news, though. Yeah, well, that's that's been their thing since way back in the day. We Like, down here, we got, this, we got a major problem. It's not a major problem for anybody else but for me. These fucking women, man. They leave their purses in these fucking shopping carts. I'm always around some woman with her purse in the shopping cart. And then, I, you know, I got to, then there's that black thing. Because I always go, babe, if somebody actually legitimately comes up and takes something out of this woman's purse, you know what she's going to say. The bald-headed black guy was just in this aisle. Yep. <laughs> the boy, there's a little, there's a bald-headed black man with a beard. Now I got to go sit through security and say, run the fucking film, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here, but y'all going to run this film, and she's going to apologize. These women down here, I don't know, Ned, man, nobody fucking puts their bags on their shoulders. We had a lady last year, she got choked by her child, like a five-year-old child, because her bag is open, she got a gun, he oh, takes yeah. it out, and he shoots his mother. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's insane. We had a couple of deaths, man, since the last show. We lost Della Reese. Yeah, my my favorite from Hollow Nights. Hollow Nights. You go shoot me in my pinky toe? <laughs> yeah, Hollow <laughs> Nights. Earl Heyman, uh, Cliff Huxtable's father, and for the youngins, the voice of uh, one of the Thundercats. Oh, which one was that? Do you know? Pantera, Red oh. Eye. Oh, okay. Okay. And David mm. Cassidy. Now, did your generation still watch the Partridge Family or the shit was gone? I, I had no interest in the Partridge Family. Well, I, you know, I grew up kind of watching the Partridge Family. <laughs> that was television. So mm. David Cassidy from the Partridge Family. And... So, you know, they say shit comes in threes, and that was that was the trifecta. Yep. But rest in peace to all of them, you know? Then we come to find out that Dougie, uh, Gabby Douglas said she was also abused by that same fucking doctor, man. Yeah, see, this one I had a hard time. <clears throat> I hate questioning people's motives, but I was like, just last week, you victim shamed, and then you come out with this story. So it was a Playing victim shaming first. Yeah, yeah. She should have just came out. As a matter of fact, we can't really kind of change our narrative because just a week ago, we were giving her the business about what she did and giving the thumbs up to Simone 
uh, bowels for destroying her. Yeah. Uh, you know what? She should have just came straight out and said, listen, this is the deal. Because this dude is facing life if he didn't get it. You know, this fucking Larry Nassau, Nassau. Yeah, I think he's about to be because he uh, pleaded guilty. And, and then, I guess Friday mm. also, the Blade Runner, Oscar Pataris, they 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 threw the book at his ass. No, he needed that. That first sentence was ridiculous. Well, the first and the second was ridiculous. The first one, he basically almost, it was just a retrial. Yeah. Then they give him six years. And I was thinking about the horror of that young lady sitting in the bathroom while bullets are fucking coming through a door. Yeah. And there's nowhere to go. You know, nobody wants to die trapped. And you know what? Some people, some things in life are just not good enough for that. Think about it. This fucking guy went from being handicapped, no legs past the uh, past the knees. His future, not that bright at all. He becomes an Olympian. He represents his country. Becomes world famous, internationally famous. Do you know what his uh, motivational speaking dollar would have been? Yeah. Off the scale. And that's not good enough. Matter of fact, when you're in that position, when you go from nothing to everything, don't let arrogance take over. You know what? A hot chick is banging me. Be appreciative. You can still be appreciative. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand. I think certain people are just crazy. People are just freaking crazy. No matter what form of fame, they can't shake the craziness. Yeah. You know what? 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, yeah. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And Charlie Rose got the boot. By CBS and PBS. Yeah, Charlie Rose. Oh, my God. I'm like, who's next? When yeah, Charlie it, Rose. It's, it's like old white men syndrome. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it, we've been, I've been waiting for about three weeks now for the shoe to drop on some brothers, and it looks like the brothers are skating this one. And I'm thinking, and this is some shit to say, but I'm thinking for the, for the brothers, they all probably come from single-parent homes. So they probably like, I wouldn't know. They probably think of it as like a, they wouldn't do that to they, their mom. So they was raised better. But these old white men has an issue. Oh, it, you know what? It's, it's disgusting. And not just that. It, 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 it feeds into, you, you brought up a word earlier, uh, conspiracy theory. Oh, it yeah. feeds into all that bullshit about the Hollywood sex occults. Yeah, and that bullshit. See, this is how this stuff keeps going on. How if you go to like YouTube and you put in the word Illuminati, and there'll be a million stories of Hollywood sex cults. How yeah. and you know what? I, I I must say I'm guilty. If you went to my YouTube page and looked at the history, I have looked at some of these. How you know such and such when he first came out and he had to do an album. He had to be fucked by 90 white men in a room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're up 3.30 in the morning and you really don't have an agenda, and you go by YouTube, this is the kind of stuff that you will watch. 
Yeah, because I, I, I'm looking at it like, <clears throat> especially now with like, like this Harvey Weinstein, Uma Thurman came out like really pissed, but she said she's not going to tell her story yet. So I'm, and then Natalie Portman for her story. I'm like, I wonder if these, these women actually hit, took them up on the offer and went to that casting couch. Well, you know what? We talked about this before, and I'm thinking that, unfortunately, the casting couches had thousands of visitors. And unfortunately, some of them were little people. They were little boys, and they were oh. little girls. You can't <laughs> when you said little look... people, I was thinking of... <laughs> uh, 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 I was really thinking little people. Oh, well, some of them too. <laughs> some of them just shit. This, I got a buddy of mine who... Shit, he watches Little Women of Atlanta. That's just like porn to him. Oh man, I watched I watched that show. That shit is entertaining. I don't watch it faithfully, but I've but I'm at my mom's house and she got it all. Like this is some entertaining stuff. My wife likes little couples. I can't stand it. I can't. <laughs> uh, little. Uh, I don't know what it is. A little couple. All I know is a little kid and a little sister and little parents. And oh, I'm I, like, know talk- I know what you're talking about. I, I I think that the mom from that show is like one of the most popular small people. <sighs> oh yeah, and I think she's a doctor. Yeah. But, you know, that fucking casting couch. And the thing that's sick about it is you watch a television show or a movie, and you be, now it's, <clears> it's so prevalent out there, you'd be like, was these people abused to get this role? Yeah, that's, that's insane. You know? I don't understand. Then, I mean, <sighs> I, I, don't, I just don't understand it. I, did, did you see my post about the, the we, we returned to the 90s with uh, Mace releasing a diss track? Who is Mace Disson? Mace put out a diss track on Friday to Cameron. And he actually spit some very good bars that Cameron replied. I think he, Cameron replied that Saturday night, and he was talking about how he went where Mace was staying with Puffy, and he came over one time, and there was a dildo in the sink. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> a dildo? Just two guys? <laughs> That's all they mentioned. But I was like, that's kind of weird what type of play they was on. I don't know if it was a woman there or not, but still two guys and a woman with a dildo? Who's taking a dildo? There's, there's already two dicks in the room. There's no need for the dildo. The third dick is overkill. What yeah, you say? Yeah. That's, that's overkill. Yeah, so I would imagine this is a, there has to be a casting couch in the music industry as well. Listen. I can't really go there because I got nothing uh, concrete to say. But we've all heard massive, massive, massive rumors about P. Diddy. Oh, yeah. And none of them have been good. Yep. I mean, matter of fact, some of these artists, especially that guy, that Professor Griff guy who used to be with uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. He, uh, He is... The air that you breathe comes with like ten pounds of conspiracy with him. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Even um, then, Howard Stern questioned Jamie Foxx. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's uh, you you don't think for a second that hip hop is uh has a special inoculation from sexual harassment. It's oh, just, oh. it's just okay. I, this is going to be my last thought on it. I guess it's like how the African-American community handles homosexuality. We act like it doesn't exist. 
even though it exists. Yeah. We 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 act like if you was to ask a person a Jamaican, say you you got a friend who's a Jamaican from Jamaica. I ain't yeah. talking about his parents. <laughs> oh no no, we got no homosexuals there. We you know. We 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 take care of body boy, man. There's a lot of homos in Jamaica. Cut oh, it out. Oh yeah, of course. But they will deny that it exists. Look, Jamaica still can't even admit to going down on women. Oh right, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? That's why the bitches look so unhappy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, listen. As a matter of fact, come to think of, uh, I had a troll this week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. A source article came out. Kendrick Lamar says he wants to do a song with Sade or Anita Baker. So I say, I'm going to be funny here. So I post back. That shit sounds horrible. First of all, Sade doesn't make anything but suicide music. And is Anita (laughs) Baker even still alive? So a dude from Nigeria caught uh, feelings. I guess because maybe Sade's Nigerian. So he, he calls me like Doc Fag. So I said, okay, I'm going to let that pass. I said, then I said, you know what, my, 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 I, I couldn't let it pass. I, I tell him, I say, listen, buddy, don't you have bigger things to worry about, like warlords or who's going to tend to your goats? <laughs> so he comes, he comes back at me again, and then he goes, well, McFag, you are my goat. So I just sent him back one, and this shut him up. I said, listen, as far as I know, it sounds like but do you throwing around this fag word, you're trying to all tell us all something. And don't they kill people in your country for that? Never heard another fucking word from him. <laughs> I put his name with gay, go away. It was like instant, I got to go. <laughs> That's crazy. Make fag. <laughs> Doc fag. What what do you mean I'm your goat? You sound like you want to hit with me. <laughs> so you better straighten that shit out before your government come knocking on your door. You know, they got some horrible uh, anti-gay laws over there. I can say that. You can't. Yeah. I'm free. You not. You know? Well, Nat, man, it's been a great show as usual, my friend. Could you wrap us up, sir? As always, folks, another good show. Make sure you sign up for our YouTube page at Netboy Doc. Subscribe, comment, share, like. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Netboy Doc. If you want to be part of this show, send us an email at netboydoc at gmail.com. Or if you have some topic suggestions, let us know. Yes, and not only do we are we breaking, we putting the shows up. We're going back and we're pulling the best of clips and we're putting those up for you too. If you one of those people who only have a five to ten minute uh you know, span of attention. Okay, well this is Doc on behalf of Doc and Ned Boy and our world. I'm gonna tell you like I tell you every time, people. Peace. Hey Ned, be easy, brother. All right, have a good one, bro.